0: some insights on the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Kevin Gordons with us, Senior Investment Research Manager at Charles Schwab. Good morning. Good morning. Cool. Um, wow, all <laughs> weekend I found myself reading extra um, yeah. on the heels of what happened in the crypto world. What's the takeaway on this Monday? I mean, I think that was a top story as well as how well the markets did. But what's the takeaway this morning? A lot yeah. of uncertainty. Well, it's
1: still ongoing. Uh, we're right? still figuring out, I yeah. think, some of the dominoes that need to fall there. I think, uh, as it pertains to my world, the broader equity market, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know for completely out of the woods in terms of the contagion effects. Not saying that the collapse in crypto will take down stocks. But when you look at the correlations between whether it's the S&P or the NASDAQ and something like Bitcoin, still probably near its highest um, on a longer term basis that we've seen in history. Right. So you can't discount the fact that weakness in crypto... Um, will maybe infect broader or result in broader weakness or coincide mm-hmm. with it at least yeah. in, in other asset classes. Um, but yeah I mean I think we still have more to go more to uncover right. and hopefully if we get a series of performance divergences between something like Bitcoin and the equity market, um, that'll give us more confidence that this yeah. can really stay contained in its own little sphere but it's still uh, it's still a pretty epic collapse It for, is for one epic of the and exchanges. it's a
0: global story and um, I, I agree with you that it doesn't drive our markets. I, it did shake our markets a little bit briefly. Right, yeah. we went from positive to negative territory yeah. one day last week when all this started to break, but then managed to come right back. I mean, we see Bitcoin back above sixteen thousand after having been below fifteen thousand. So, we'll we'll take that story and the headlines as they come. This week ahead, a lot of retail. Yeah. Um PPI. No. How come nobody's talking about no. PPI? Nobody cares. Yeah, we were just. I mean, we just about... had a great print on CPI, and everybody yeah. says rally. <laughs> okay. Uh, nobody cares about the PPI. Yeah. It's, we might it's, have the it, same thing. You know,
1: it's crucial because it. Gives Gives us, um, and you know they're always varying at times when they're released together I wish it was closer together so we can get a better yeah, tell yeah um, but PPI gives us important signals for CPI sure. especially from the crude to intermediate to final demand finished goods segments those three phases and to, to us that's telling us that there's disinflation or deflation in the pipeline um, depending on which segment of the economy you're looking at so yeah it's an important number for sure um, and so we, especially when you get to the consumer goods parts of PPI mm-hmm. and um, that, that's definitely telling us that inflation mm. is receding so if anything you know, hopefully it's a confirmation uh, for the positive and stronger and better than expected print that we got for CPI last week, but we're going to need to see a series of those uh, moving forward, especially for the Fed.
0: And we have some breaking news on layoffs. In this case, it's Amazon. Amazon plans to lay off about 10,000 staff as soon as this week. This morning, we heard about Disney, right? Mm -hmm. Disney was in a a pause, I think it was this morning. Um, So a targeted hiring freeze. And we've heard other tech companies like Meta, right? Um, Last week. So so what do we think about this? I mean, I guess it doesn't come as a surprise, but Amazon usually hires going into the holidays. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's um, you know, consistent with the theme of these larger tech companies overhiring and overextending themselves during the pandemic and even after the shutdown phase, where they extrapolated yeah. growth that just failed to materialize for whatever reason, higher input costs, inflation, wage inflation, all sort of adding together. And that confluence of factors, I think, uh, has now started to weigh on their bottom lines. And you're seeing that in profit margins and what we got in the third quarter earnings season. So to me, that's not surprising. Now, the, the ultimate question now is how much does that go into the broader economy? So other areas that have done relatively yeah. well, um, does the Amazon story become, you know, a Walmart story or any other story, not picking on any particular company? But does it go into big box retailers, some of the staples names, um, which we'll probably get more color on this week because of earnings because yeah. they come out this week? So I'm, I'm not too surprised, but it's definitely something to watch because anytime you have layoffs, that's a weakening in purchasing power for consumers. And then it starts to affect the broader economy.
0: And this is what the Fed's going for. Exactly. Um, I know they still, Waller was saying they still have a ways to go. Yeah. And there's no reason to believe that the Fed's going to do anything differently than right. what we anticipate them to do. Um, in your notes, you talked about noise, you the cautionary tone for investors that um, you've had all year, um, even safe havens like utilities mm-hmm. or staples. Um, it's sort of buyer beware or do your homework, right? Yeah.
1: Well, the noise aspect was, you know, the past couple of days, that the rally has been concentrated decisively in areas that have not done well this year, number one, and areas that are just speculative in nature. So, you know, the non-profitable mm-hmm. tech basket that we track, it's up 25% yeah. in two days. That's, yeah. that's a ridiculous move. Like maybe move. too much? Yeah, right. and, okay. uh, yeah. you know, especially in this environment, rates right? still going up, the Fed's aggressive. Nothing has really changed in a fundamental aspect. So, to me, that doesn't really signal anything that you would want to buy um, in terms mm-hmm. of leadership in those spec areas. So I would concentrate much more on what we've been focusing on, which is everything around earnings quality. But right. to your point on defensives, You know, traditional defenses, when you think about them, like staples or utilities, their earnings profiles have been weakening considerably over the past couple of quarters. So, contrasting with other bear markets and recessions, they're just not offering that edge that they typically do, because they still look expensive, um, as the price components have been relatively okay, but now the E components are falling, so that just puts upward pressure on multiples. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, it doesn't make them as attractive as they usually are.
0: And, you know, one print doesn't make no. the data that the Fed needs. Right. Um, that was something else you had in your notes. And it brought me to thinking about how, look, we've gotten in um, the idea that inflation maybe has peaked, but it's yeah. still exceptionally high. Yeah. Um, oil right now, 87, 85 the barrel. And I just saw a headline when I was walking in about OPEC and that they're not changing any of their energy demands. I mean, I guess there was some thought that maybe China would go down or as China reopened, China would go up. Um yeah but energy can go up at any time. There's still a lot yeah, of uncertainty, yeah, and we're right? not out
1: of the woods yet, either with Europe. Um, I mean, they have a lot of storage, but yeah. the drawdown of that storage, you know, that remains to be seen because we haven't gotten to the, the super cold months yet. So uh, all of that, in addition to China, whether it's a big policy change, which doesn't seem to be yeah. the case right now, yeah. but any move there, I think, kind of spooks markets. And you saw that last week because oil was, you know, still is over the long term, but in the short term remains incredibly volatile. So any of that, you know, I think, threatens the headline portion of CPI. Um, which the Fed is not ultra focused on, but they've definitely made it, you know, they've noted that they've watched that from time to time mm-hmm. because it definitely affects purchasing power and ultimately inflation expectations for the consumer. So yeah. not something to be discounted for sure.
0: How about the meeting of President Biden and President Xi um, in Bali ahead of the G20? Mm. Yeah. Um, we had President Biden come out this morning. It seems that they want to be in, you know, Working in conjunction with one another, the Taiwan uh, story is still a big one. What did you think of it?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I um, whenever I talk to our chief global strategist, Jeff Kleintop, especially yeah. on the Taiwan issue, you know, his big thing is that even among the Taiwanese people, there's not a um, there's not a resounding sort of consensus to want to break away from China. So right. there, you know, the the risk, meaning the risk of a war or any kind of invasion um, from China's perspective right now doesn't look super high. Um, mm-hmm. So if, especially if you look at polling data within Taiwan, so. Um, um, but you know, broader in an economic sense, uh, I, I still think that if we're assessing the reopening of China and thinking about it in an inflationary sense, I think if we were talking about that a year ago, uh, it would be much different, and especially for inflation here, not, not least being around the world, um, because you know we're we're out of the goods you know purchasing goods hoarding part of the cycle we're much more shifting towards services and consumption right. just in general is starting to soften so I don't know how much of a difference it would make even if China had this massive reopening uh, that people would expect.
0: And last but not least yeah, you know you were talking about tech and the run-up we'd seen which really seemed um you know, too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just looking at, for example, the SMH, right, the semiconductor ETF. Months to date, up 16%. We mm-hmm. just got a double upgrade on uh, AMD. Yeah. And you know, with this conversation that happened with China, anything on the world of semis or supply chain or anything like that?
1: You know, it's not a specific industry I focus on. The one thing I will say is that you know, the month-to-date performance yeah, has been strong. But if you extend that out to year-to-date, um, even a rolling three, six, nine-month yeah, basis, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, semis. Been Three under down, pressure. six
0: down, yeah. year to date down.
1: Considerable pressure. And yeah. still positive inflows um, and substantial inflows year to date. And versus other sectors that have done really well, like the energy space, still mm. net negative year to date. Right. It, it really sort of boggles the mind a bit that investors are not yet willing to shift their mindset towards areas that have been consistent leadership, even though they've been outperforming. Consistently, um, and they haven't yet shifted that. and They're willing to put money more to work in areas that don't work well. So that, right. to me, is a more important theme and a more important All story right. to track when it shifts.
0: Did you want to give a thought on the retailers? I don't think I even asked you about the retailers. We well, got if a it's slew a staple, yeah, Staples' coming.
1: name. I, you know, I think I would expect more color, hopefully, around the inventory story and how much inventories are hopefully getting drawn down. Yeah, but yeah. in conjunction with that, how much margin pressure is associated with that? Because if you do get more margin pressure, again, what I was saying with Staples, that just puts more downward pressure on earnings keeps upward pressure on multiples so that kind of you know makes the story a little bit murky um, and it makes it tough it makes it a tougher sector to invest in i think
0: yeah without a doubt all right kevin gordon thank you so much Thanks for so being cool. with us every you. monday of charles schwab thank you kevin